take risk or kiss your life goodbye. I'm just kidding. But, you know, how boring to not be a risk taker. To not try things without risk of failure. Like major failure embarrassment by taking risk. That's what we do to kids all the time. Don't dribble the ball. Oh, my gosh. He's seven. We're about to get scored on. Don't you dare take a risk. Don't, don't do that move in a game because you'll be embarrassed. You know, all that. We live in a bubble wrap lifestyle of crazy. We need to stop bubble wrapping our children. We need to focus on development. We have to allow them to learn. It's crazy. You got, you got, to, you got to make decisions that are scary and then deal with the crazies that can't handle it. Let me tell you a story. 2012, I had a very average team. I think we were like barely, you know, uh, barely above 500. I don't know. We went to the first round playoff and lost. It sucked. And I had a really good recruiting class coming in for 2013, but I still haven't signed them, but I was working towards that. But I have to sell of why to play at Phoenix College, and that, that's a a lot of house calls and a lot of visits and my big sell was I'm going to make sure your kids are taken care of and make sure their school's going to be paid for and I'm going to make sure they transfer. That was that was my pitch. I wasn't going to say, we're going to win a national title. Um, but I made a decision. I, I got to change this program. So I quit everything I was doing. I stopped doing club soccer. I stopped running Westside Complex, which is Fear Farm you know, at the time. Um, I stopped messing with all that stuff and I was going to focus on Phoenix College. And I was going to make it happen. So I met with my team in 2012. And I remember where I was and where I said it. I was, we were on Hoy Stadium. And we're in the uh, north end zone. And we're kind of sitting after we, we played 6v6 or whatever. And, and I told them, like, I'm, I'm quitting everything. I made the decision right then. I'm quitting everything. I'm going to stop, you know, no more making money on club or anything that, which I wasn't. You know, I was losing money because I always reinvested into ideas but I told him I'm like I'm gonna not only are we gonna win and compete but because I'm my number one focus is gonna be you guys I'm gonna fundraise all the money I I possibly can do and make sure we get full riders in here which will bring talent but I'm going to fill that stadium up one game we'll just fill up one game they all kind of looked at me like, uh, you know, you're crazy that'll never happen because you you know we're used to like 50 people in the in the stands I'm like no I'm gonna sell it out but the, the decision was made, and it was a scary decision. There was a lot of opportunity of failure, especially uh, Juco soccer in America, trying to bring people to watch. So, And then I also stated, I'm like, We're, it's also going to be against Yavapai. And it's going to be a weekday night, and people are going to come. And no one believed me. They all thought I was crazy. So I made the decision, and I went for it. And I remember leading up to that game, uh, we, we, uh, we worked, I, I worked hard. I called everybody. I called, uh, every coach I knew and say, bring your team, bring your team. And I made it a dollar night and all this stuff. I, or maybe it was, if you wore your soccer jersey of your club, you got in free or something, but I was going to pack it. I didn't care. So I was on the phone calling everybody. I was using every social media I know and I was promote, promote, promote. And then I was getting my kids and I'm like, all right. And I said, Everyone's going to send an email out uh, or a Facebook post. And I always had them doing something, promoting it. 
And then one of my kids, uh, I saw on social media, my coach is making me do this, but we have a sellout game coming up. I don't expect any of you guys to come, you know, kind of like, I'm like, what the? F-? And I, I, I went and looked at Sturm right in his face. I'm like, listen to me, you coward. I'm like, we are going to have a sellout. You're going to believe in it. And I'm, I'm convincing these guys of this event. So it was just a nonstop battle, but I made the decision that this is going to happen. So the sellout night, October 6, 2013, I believe it was, or the 9th, 9th or 6th. And come out, uh, we get there now early and there's people in the stands. And then more people and more people. And then there's just lines to get in on both sides of the main stadium. I'm like, oh my gosh, we did it. So then I had, you know, one of my assistant or past coaches um, that worked at Phoenix College come talk to the guy and the guys and tell them, you know, kind of give him a pep talk about when he was on the team when we beat Yapai the first time. And we're playing, you know, we're actually number three team in the country and Yapai was number two or something like that. And it was an unbelievable game. Went to overtime. We tied 1-1. But it was such a great, fast game. It was fast. A lot of 16 players from that team went on to university, uh, nine of which went Division I. It, the game was amazing. It was so fast that it led up to another game where we're playing Arizona Western in the semifinals at Rose Moffer because we had to change venues because our field sucks. Um, anyways. And... There had to be 1,100 people there. It was packed. And then we were hosting the championship game, and it was against Yapai again. There was over 2,000 people for that game. So we literally, we had three games that were over 1,000, two of which were over 2,000. And I only promised the one. And the benefits and all these great things happened because of a, de- a decision was made. A scary one, a one that could have been very embarrassing if no one came. It, it, was, it was amazing. And then we did it again. So I've done it three times. Uh, and last year we did it. And we had 4,000. All based on a belief that it could happen. But think about that. Junior college. Soccer match. Had 4,000 4, people. A band? I mean, it was insane. And that's what happens when when decisions are made that seem very difficult or impossible. You, you have to make the decision. So having said that, work on your dang technique seven days a week. If you work on your technique nonstop, always challenging your brain to be able to um, manipulate the ball in such ways that, uh, that it's difficult far as balance goes and then you connect somehow and it becomes easy then you then you become great anyways um that that's what you need to do make a decision to become great and do the impossible when the coach says work on becoming bigger faster stronger you're like eh, no i'm gonna become crazy technical that's gonna make me look quicker faster and stronger so anyways i have to roll peace out